Hello and welcome to the Table for Two podcast. My name is Harley, food blogger, content creator and overeater. Welcome to episode 12 of this podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Alex Manzi, who is a fellow podcaster. His podcast is called Dreamer's Disease, which you can find, I'm pretty sure, on all good podcasting platforms. I listen to it on iTunes, so I know it's definitely there. Um, Follow him on socials as well. We don't shout them out at the end because I forgot. But his socials are I am Alex Manzi and at the Dreamers Disease. Um, I think on Instagram, yeah, I think his name is the same on both on Instagram and Twitter. But I'm pretty sure if you just Google him, he, as he explains in this podcast, he's quite the someone. He's had quite an interesting career journey, which he goes through at the start of this podcast before getting into his Italian heritage and his his career experience in Italian food as well, actually, which is quite interesting. We get a little bit sidetracked. Well, not sidetracked, but we end up talking about Caribbean food and his unpopular food opinion links back to a previous episode, which is uh, a little bit controversial and I don't necessarily agree, but you'll hear it. He also gives some great advice for picking Italian restaurants with a rule that he uses. If you like this podcast, don't forget to review on iTunes, repost on SoundCloud, like and share everywhere you possibly can. At Table for Two Pod on Twitter, at The Small Slice on Instagram. Music, as always, by Blay Vision, artwork by Jasmine. Everything will be in the description below if you want to shout out either of those people or work with them. Let's do this. Welcome to Table for Two Podcast. Hello. Oh, actually, I've got cupcakes. Do you want a cupcake? Yes. They're red what? velvet. Yeah. Hang on, I've got They're to take yours? this off. Yeah, you I made them earlier. Oh, sick. Oh, they look so good. Okay, let's do that again. <laughs> Welcome to Table for Two Podcast. <laughs> Hello. Um, we are here at my table. Uh, drinks and cupcakes on deck. Yes. And I'm here with a guest as always. So who are you and what do you do? So my name's Alex Manzi and I do loads of different things, um, to be honest. But the, the main thing that I do now is I host my own podcast called The Dreamer's Disease, which is me interviewing inspirational guests and kind of hearing just like a bit about their story, like what they do, how they got into it, um, why they're passionate about it, what they've learned along the way, and just try and pass all of that. Well, learn more importantly yeah, from yeah. myself, but try and pass all that information off to the listener as well and try and just like give people advice through this person, the guest story. So it's all about like trying to inspire people really to either better themselves or to go and do something that they love. So just like follow your passions basically. Yeah. So did you do that? Did you start it with learning as intention and you've now yeah. realised that you can educate them? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because it's, it's always like something I've been really interested in particularly over the last couple of years, like just learning more about myself and just trying to develop me as a person yeah. and everything, you know, mentally, physically, every, like everything, like Yeah, because you've had guests like of all sorts. They do kind of all have this similar to you, jack of all trades, like yeah. aspect to them where they've got their hands in quite a few things. Like we were just talking about the Pareto one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was like what mu- music now, like musical career now, or in the music industry, should I say? Yeah. But she did a degree and then was like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And yeah, did, she did like, uh, I think, was it like sports yeah, science or something like something, that degree, if I yeah, remember rightly? Something that was just completely yeah. left. Yeah, and she just like followed her passion in music yeah. and just found her way, you know, through various different like jobs and stuff yeah. into the, to where she's now at a record label and she loves it. So it's like, it's just that thing of like, follow your passions, don't, think oh I need to go and get a good job and earn loads of money don't chase the money chase what you're passionate about and you end up in a position where okay you might be earning good money but or you might not but you're enjoying what you do 
which is kind of the position I find myself in. I was just minute. about to say, like, so is that like, what's happened to you? Like, yeah, did you, 100%. Did you go down the traditional route and then realise, hang on a second, I want to do, um, I don't want to say media, but in terms of like... Yeah, like my, so my, my actual career path's been really weird. So I've like, I've journeyed through loads of different jobs. Um, so when I left school, I left at A-level, so I didn't go to uni. I went to Brazil for like three, four months just to like volunteer. And when I came back, the plan was to get a job. Like, I, I didn't know what exactly, but I yeah. knew kind of like marketing, That's media, five. advertising, kind yeah. of creative industry in a, in a way. Um, but that didn't quite work out. So I didn't actually have a job for like a year. And I just did bits and pieces. I like did delivery driving. I helped a family friend who fitted double glazing windows. I've worked awesome. in a yeah, I worked in a pasta factory. Like I so many like I cleaned my mum's offices for like money. I used to work at my uncle's deli on a Saturday, just anything to earn money. Yeah. And then eventually I got a job in a factory with a family friend which was like making like blank canvases for artists. So yeah. if you see like um if you go into like Cass Arts for example and they sell the white yeah, you yeah. Know, like um, staple at the back. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I used to be the person who would put together the frame and then stretch the canvas onto it okay. and then either staple it in or nail it on. So it's very like manual labour. And I, I did it because I needed the job and wanted money, but I didn't like it. Like after about four months, I knew that I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I ended up there for like two and a half years. Really? Is, yeah, it's crazy. I just got like stuck in this rut where I was just like, I was just going through the motions every day and then it just it just happened like yeah, two years yeah, later two years. and I was like oh crap um, and then meanwhile me and my friends started a blog together a music blog called We Are SME and we kind of built that up and started getting a bit of a following within the music industry and we were doing club nights and then um, I left my factory job and I got a job with another friend who was who ran a small events and marketing company there's literally three of us it was like my two bosses then I was like the intern and I worked for them for like two years. Halfway through, they split ways and I stayed with one of the guys, Ben, who became like a bit of a mentor for me. And we did loads of cool like marketing bits and pieces and events. Yes, yeah, so I was doing something that was really interesting. Yeah, so I was really yeah. interested in like the branding and marketing side of stuff. Uh, meanwhile, I was still building the blog and building the club night. My mate who I did the, the blog with got a job in music at Warner Records, I think it was to start with. And he kind of went between all these different labels. And I was kind of in this marketing world and I left there and I got a job in advertising um, as a TV, assistant TV producer at a company called Grey London, which was like a pretty good yeah. creative agency at okay. the time. And I did that again after like six months, I realized I didn't really like yeah. it. I was really good at the job, like almost unbelievably good at the job. I was like kind of like the shining star of the department of like the newbies and like they put me on this like production course like super early after six months when you're supposed to do it after two years and all this kind of stuff but I just didn't really like there was just something about it I wasn't 100% passionate about and then I saw the job come up at One Extra which is what I do now and my friend who I actually run the blog with sent me um, the job and he was like you should apply for this and it was a social media role at One Extra which is kind of everything I'm interested in music social yeah, yeah. media marketing like branding all the elements so I was like oh cool so I wasn't really sure because I only had a very little social media experience Yeah. so I kind of um, like read the job description and as I read it I was like oh I can do that yeah, oh I can yeah. do that oh I can do that and it was kind of like they described me in a job in description the, I love it was really happens. weird so I was like okay cool I'm going to apply for it but I still didn't really expect anything so I applied for it and I kind of just, I've just put like good vibes out into the, to the universe right, at this yeah. point. Just like, okay, cool. Like I filled it in as best as possible. 
So this was just before Christmas, like 2013. And then um, after Christmas, so January 2014, I got an email saying, can you come in for an interview? So I thought, okay, cool. Like they like me, I'm gonna go in. I was still unsure. I remember going in for the interview and being really ill that day. And it always uh, happens, like the biggest days of your life, oh, were, like running late. I was so ill. Shirt, something. So I was like on the limb sips, on the every, everything. <laughs> I was on everything. Literally, I was I was up to my eyeballs in medicine when I turned up, and I just like just waffled for like two hours because the interview was in two parts, it was like an hour interview, then an hour like assessment, and I just waffled for the whole thing, and I just left everything on the table. I told them everything I thought they were doing wrong, everything they should be doing better, everything that I know, like all my music, music knowledge, just yeah, everything, like building websites, like social media, understanding and everything. Got, and, like, yeah. and then I left, went back to work and got a phone call an hour later, which was like, oh, we want to hire you. And I was like, oh, sick. And it was literally like my whole life had just like, do you know when like the sun comes from outside <laughs> the clouds? That's what it just felt like had happened to my life. So I was in like a really weird like rut of mm. just like not in a very good place and it just kind of all of a sudden had this massive grin on my face. And yeah, I've been there since since four years ago. So um and yeah, and then just recently last year started up the podcast. Yeah. Um still do a club night. Um <laughs> still kept on to some of those things. Yeah. That's like similar to me, like my first in, well not my first, but an introductory position that really did like change my life and like change my kind of methods of everything and how I'm now running my businesses and my brands was my social media internship. I did, I worked at SPTV yeah. for like a year. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was like three years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, Maybe? Yeah, three years ago. And even that was like, cloud, the clouds are open. And I was like, I work in social media. And I was like, I didn't yeah. know anyone that went to social media at the time. Yeah. It was like, I was, a, I was cool. Yeah. Like, and it, it is just definitely like, working for a company that you actually, enjoy and like, yeah, you like the work. Like social media at like a marketing company is not the same as social media no. for something that you actually yeah. like. And the thing is what I find as well is I, I don't really know many people who do social media roles or like do them well. Yeah. And I definitely do. Just and bitly links everything. Yeah, but it's also everyone has an opinion on social media. Yeah. So it's like, it's a really weird job to have because people don't necessarily know their expertise ins and outs of it. Yeah but everyone has an opinion of what they think it should be like. Yeah, yeah, but it's like until From the actually, outside. Yeah, but until you actually do the job and the role, it's like, you can give me all the opinions you want. <laughs> it's like, it's like I, don't, I won't go into like a TV studio and start giving them my opinion yeah, about how they should just, run their TV yeah, programme because, yeah, yeah. okay, I might think it could look better this way, but I don't have the expertise. But because everyone uses social media, Everyone's the expert. they think they're an yeah. expert, but it's like you're not until you've actually done it professionally. Yeah, like some yeah. people are good at it, don't get me wrong, but... Like it's still a difference, like running like a brand pop, language. Yeah, like running like yeah. a popping Instagram versus like working for a brand. Yeah, like yeah. It's, there's similarities. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's a very different like, um, very different thing. Different process. Yeah. And wait, I just want to rewind for one second because yeah. you said you worked in a pasta factory, and that's very yeah. important to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Why did? You, why don't you still work in a pasta factory? Oh, uh, so went wrong there. So, um, <laughs> my how did that happen? So, my dad at the time he was working for a food, um, what were they like, a catering company called Food House, and part of the company was they owned a pasta factory around the back of um, where was it like Kings Cross, mm-hmm. and he was working like the night shift because they used to make fresh pasta. And yeah, like literally fresh pasta. So like uh, tortelloni, like all the little like 
pasta with the fresh like you know fillings. Um, fillings and stuff they used to make those types of stuff and then they make them overnight then load up the vans and the vans are going delivering them to the restaurants in the morning for, from like 5 a.m so it was a night shift working i only did it for like three four weeks but it was like a night shift working in... Do they still exist? Are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. But it's, it's not very pleasant. I tell you. It's like standing. It's literally like a factory. I would, my standing job, in the fridge waiting. My, no, no. My job would be standing at the end of the production line. So there'd be like the girls who make the fill-in. Then there'll be the girls who fill the pasta with the fill-in. Then there'll be the girl who puts the pasta on like the... It's like a, a conveyor belt that goes very slowly through a heated... Um, I guess like an oven just to harden the, just, the outside yeah, of yeah. the pasta so I used to be the guy on the end of that who used to take it off and put it on the trays and then put the trays into the um, like shelving trolleys, or whatever yeah. trolleys for then someone to take and package up so that was my job was like to literally just stand there for like seven eight hours like taking pasta off of it yeah I suppose when they're raw you can't the pop them in your mouth like no. that would be me like no, every, every time 20 go oh that one's on me <laughs> yeah, one 20 for them 20 one for me one for me <laughs> yeah well, yeah, I guess Pasta Factory isn't. I'm, in my head, I'm imagining Vapiano. Oh, yeah, no, if it was that, would That was no, like, do you know what you I know think? their little pasta room, yeah, and they're like, you can watch them making the pasta. Oh, yeah, that's go straight different. there, and yeah, then yeah, straight on different. the No, but when I used plate. to work at my uncle's deli, like in Stoke Newington, he's got an Italian delicatessen on, on Stokey High what Street, called? Uh, Galonero. Okay, and like, you should definitely go, like, it's the, oh, it's like food heaven. If you like it's Italian like food, it it's food heaven. I used to work behind the counter and I'd be like cutting some salami and I'd be like Don't. two for them, one for me. And then it'd be yeah. like pouring up some olives and they'd be like, I'd take an olive for myself. Or like when you cut a bit of cheese, like a lot of people would come in and they'd ask your advice on the cheeses. <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, you should try you this. Try, a bit. try this one. So you'd cut them a little slice and then cut yourself a little bit as well. So you'd, you'd like constantly Enjoy like- Enjoy it with them and be yeah. like, can you get that? that can you taste that, that, that smokiness? Nutty, yeah. like a little peppery <laughs> something. Okay, so I used to do that all the time. Yeah. 75 Sydney and High Street, yes, 16.8EL. It's the one. Which, based on my calculations, looking at this map, is... Ah, okay. Yeah, perfect. I'll be there next weekend. Yeah. Um, so if, if you do go in, say that, you know, you, you know his nephew, Alex. <laughs> Alex and sent me. He'll probably chew your ear off for a bit. I mean, you probably won't get a discount, but he'll... he'll Does he have he'll treat um, you like burrata? Uh, yes, it does. Not all the time because it goes pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like fresh. So There's it goes... a little one in Soho that I got taken to by a friend. Camisa. I wouldn't even know the name. I just I know where it is. it is. It was under scaffolding. So I don't even think I saw the name of it. And it was very narrow. And I was in there and she went. Is that really old school in the... inside? Yeah, yeah it's super Camisa. old school. And I was literally, I'd never been in there before. And she went in there straight away. She's like, I need this one. And I was just like, yeah. looking around. It's like, Filled to the like ceiling yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, on the wall, and the deli, and the, someone serving you through like the yeah. gaps in the cheese board yeah, yeah. and the cheese like rounds. And yeah. I'm like, what is this magical nanny that yeah. you just brought me to? Well, no. Funnily enough, I used to deliver there when I was doing deliveries. Ah. That's how I know. And I walked past it yesterday as well, so it reminded me. <laughs> yeah, but my uncle's so. is exactly like, not exactly the same, but it's similar. Same like style. the hams hanging from the counter. Proper. So you're like you're like dodging the hams to like look through to like oh, I'm serve people. Taking my mum there. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I think you've given away the game that you're Italian. Yeah. I think you've given just that just away. A bit. Just a little bit. The pronunciation. Just a tiny bit. And the things that you've got to say about a couple of types of food. So, the structure of this podcast for anyone who's new or for yourself as well. I mean, you know. Yeah. You've listened to a few. I'm glad I'm now getting guests that have listened to the podcast. Because mm. on a couple of these, I've had to say, like, you know the structure, right? And they're like, mm. no. But you know what? I'm a bit worried <laughs> because your most recent episode as of me listening was with the woman I can't remember her name from um, 
Great British Bake Off, yeah, so she's yeah. like a proper expert on food. <laughs> so I'm, no, I'm a bit cool, nervous cool, that like cool. this You're episode Italian. is one of the ones to follow that. Yeah. You repping okay, today. Okay, let just, me just like... Yeah, get your Italian, cool down get your flag on, have a sip of water if that's what you need, okay? Because we're going in today. I'll have to dive into the cupcakes as well. Yep, go for it. So for starters, you're going to... Well, for all, all courses, you're going to get a choice of two types of food. Yeah. Because you are Italian, and I knew that, one half of this menu is Italian, yeah. and the other half is just random, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to show you pictures of the food as well with the description and tell yourself and the listeners where they can find that recipe online, in print, wherever. Um, and then based on your choice, there'll be a choice of questions or topics okay. to go along with that. So for starters... You know, I'm definitely going Italian with everyone, by the way. You don't even know what the other option is. Yeah, I'll listen to it, but I mean, come, come on, it's, it's in the blood. All right, all right, all right. Well, option one... <laughs> I might be wrong, let's see. Okay, is okay. stir-fried kale with tahini, mm. chilli and soy, which is mm. a recipe by Ossolenghi in the 17th of February's... Feast, which is the Guardian food supplement, which, what's your first impressions? Looks good. Looks very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about kale? I'm not not the biggest fan. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Mm, mm, not the all biggest right. fan. Right, well, you've already told me what you're going to go for. So <laughs> your other option is a burrata, bruschetta. Oh, there's no, there's no, there's no there's debate. no comparison here. I mean... Got a, bit, got a bit more colour going on in this bruschetta as well. Mm, yeah, I mean, very similar colours, very lots similar. of reds and greens. But, but I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the burrata that's, that's pulling me in. Like, you know, I can, you know, what was in this one? Quinoa? Um, no. Tahini, chilli and soy. So I think that's sesame seeds you can see doesn't there. doesn't have burrata in, does it, though? Nah, so lacking cheese. It's going to have to be, isn't it, really? Okay, all right. <laughs> it's Italian episode. <laughs> right, let's go through these questions. Some of these answers, yeah, I'm expecting... There's certain things I'm expecting, all oh, right? Oh, God, all right. Pressure's on. Knowledge. Number okay. one, can you cook? Yes, kind of. Not like to an expert level. I can cook certain things quite well, but I don't cook enough. So the question too was, do you cook? Yeah. Because everyone likes to the... say they cook, and then it's like, when? Yeah, but not all the time. Not all the time, because, because I like to keep busy in the evenings in terms mm-hmm. of like doing my own podcast stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll literally come home, quick pasta and then crack on like I won't quick pasta where yeah. are you getting that from I have the shop I have the shop <laughs> oh, I can't like no he's a dried pasta yeah, yeah. no no I get the, the little tortellini that you they boil in water favorite. like one minute four job minute, yeah. oh, not even four one minute best. and then I'm done in Rocking ten minutes I've cooked I've eaten I've cleaned up and I can crack on with my work okay but when I do want to cook I'll go a bit more like in depth so favourite cuisine Italian come on favourite thing that mama used to make oh you can't put that pressure on me <laughs> uh Oh man, would mum. Do you know what I really like is either a homemade lasagna, mm-hmm. obviously, or like a pasta bake, but with like uh, like lots of sauce, um, meatballs, mozzarella, like melting mozzarella, like, like just just all the good stuff. A fridge raid, basically. Yeah, just yeah. like a big a big ass tray of it. Is that your ultimate like comfort food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Any food, like I, I'd eat that. <laughs> any, I'd eat that any food makes me comfortable. Dinner, like I don't care, like. That, that kind of really hearty pasta. Yeah. Definitely. It's the best. But yeah, mum does lots of wicked stuff like steak and like she does like all these nice casseroles. And... Mm. You're going to invite me to dinner at your house anytime I'm there. <laughs> Can you go to bed hungry? Mm. Nah. Nah, it can't be done. Nah. I have to have a snack of sorts. Some sort. Yeah, even if I come home at like 10 pm and haven't eaten dinner yet, I'll make sure I eat before I go to bed. Chips or wedges? 
chips. Roast dinner or barbecue? Barbecue. What is your unpopular food opinion? <laughs> what isn't? Uh, I just, there's, do you know what? There's so much food I don't like. Um, but do you know what I find is, I don't know if it's unpopular, but I f- find it's not as regular as I thought it was as mm. a kid, was eating pear and cheese together. I think it's an adult thing. Yeah. It's a cheese board thing. Like I don't even know if it is. What is it, like quince jelly and grapes and cheese? Yeah, but not even that, just pear, just cheese, like... Done. Is it very Italian? I think so. I'm not even sure if it's Italian. It's just my granddad used to do it. But you just can't. So my granddad used to eat pear and cheese as mm. like a snack. Yeah, my mum would do that 100%. She loves like cheese, gets all them different yeah. types of crackers. But I, I, I just thought that was a really normal thing growing up. You know, like everyone just <laughs> has pear and cheese gross. as a snack. <laughs> then like you're telling people, oh yeah, we have pear and cheese. And they're like, what? They look at you like, you just <laughs> ask them if they've ever eaten dirt from the garden. You're like, what? No, but, I don't think pear and cheese is up there in any kind of combination I would eat. Yeah, so anyway. that would that'd probably be it then because I was trying to think about this on the way here like what, what's actually like that and I put hot sauce on everything really yeah not everything but like everything if that <laughs> makes sense like there's certain things you can't put it on but like like <laughs> breakfast or <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean like but saying that if I have scrambled egg yeah egg on t- I put Tabasco I put, on it yeah I put yeah, or chilli Sriracha or yeah. like actual chili, yeah, like dry chili. Pretty much most things I eat, I put some sort of chili in it or on it or spicy something. Very Italian, very Italian, well done. Okay, so let's move on to main course. Yeah. So option number one is a crispy sesame chicken with sticky Asian sauce, Ooh. which is served there with rice, as you can see. That looks good to be fair. And that option number good. two is fried gnocchi with garlic. Oh. Oh, see, this is controversial what you've done here. You've thrown me an Italian dish that doesn't have meat in it. Oh. But then you've given me a meat alternative in an Asian style. So how's, how does meat how does Meat, meat play plays a, a big role. Like, plays a big role. Like, a main, for me, you ha- there has to be a meat element. Because I, I went to Italy two years ago, I went to Naples, and that was when I first probably understood, like, the Italian core structure. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, like, fish. Well, then... Like, if that's the case, then technically your this gnocchi should have yeah, been a starter. Should have been a starter. So, but that aside, yeah, the meat, the meat element as an Italian, like <laughs> there, there is no such thing meat. as vegetarian or vegan in it. Oh, I realised. Sure. I realised. I went with my mum, and my dad doesn't eat meat. And we'd previously been to Thailand, and we were like, yeah, dad couldn't survive here because everything's so eggy. Mm. So when we went to Italy, we were like sussing it out, like, could we bring dad back here? And we were mm. like. Mum, we're eating pizza for breakfast. Like, yeah. he doesn't eat cheese. He's like. literally having bread and olives like, every day. <laughs> li- bread, and, bread and olives. He doesn't even drink coffee. Yeah. So me and Mum are like, that was when we were doing the whole sparkling water yeah. espresso shot on the side of the road yeah. in the morning type of thing. Yeah, we were yeah, like, yeah. he can't come here. This is not for vegans. Yeah, like, it's definitely not. Cheese on everything. Butter in everything. Oh, it's just... Egg pasta, like... You just... It's impossible. Like, it's... If I, if I said to my nonna that I didn't eat any more meat, she'd... I don't know what she would do. She'd disown me. She'd probably like try and I don't know what she would do. She'd probably slip meat meat into my meal without telling me. That's what she would do. But you don't want you don't want to not eat it. No, but I'm saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah but I'm not. It's, for me, it's not an option. Like, I understand the benefits, and I yeah, think you yeah, know whatever. anyone who does like no, no, anyone who does, like, you know, you? all to yourself. Like one of my friends, who's, who's Nigerian, actually, he's just like a couple of years ago become pescatarian. I'm mm-hmm. like cool, yeah, like amazing. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> do you eat fish? I do eat fish, I do a lot of fish. Doing that fish course, meat course, carb course? Uh, nah, <laughs> not, course. not as like, yeah, not as structured. <laughs> I just, I eat a lot of fish during like, for lunch at work. Okay. There's like, always a fish dish 
around in the yeah. in the canteen so I always go for that because it's quite nice like fish and then like with noodles or rice yeah. or something yeah. oh so you're going with the oh so yeah so I'm gonna go I'm chicken. gonna go there I'm gonna go the chicken yeah oh yeah I'm gonna tag the Italian yeah. tourist board in this yeah, one. Yeah, but also, like, do you know what? I'm not the biggest Italian. fan of gnocchi either. Like, I wouldn't, really? I wouldn't choose a gnocchi. See, I have never actually made it well or yeah. properly, ever. Yeah. Like, I just can't. With, even if I've, like, pre-bought the polenta block and go from there, yeah. does not come out. I either boil it to crap or yeah. something just goes wrong. But have you seen that film, Angelina Jolie's film, um... Un- unbroken, yeah. unbroken, and it's like yeah, 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 yeah. the athlete that goes to war, yeah. and then there's three of them are in the raft for ages, and he's Italian, yeah. And he sits in there and he he makes gnocchi with his friend's hand, like while they're while they're starving, he's like, my mum would roll the dough, and he holds his friend's hand and he like shows him how to roll the dough, and then like I'm like oh, that is so like it's such a romantic relationship yeah. with food that you can literally like take someone's hand and like make the gnocchi like yeah yeah, I was yeah. Just like oh when I watched it I was like I wish I could it doesn't work <laughs> it's a little tool as well so like yeah, get yeah. the little gradient on it and I was just like one day so I only ever eat it somewhere else mm, like yeah. buy it I mean I, I to be honest I don't I can't remember the last time I ordered gnocchi in a restaurant no yeah I just I feel like there's so many other better alternatives like in terms of the pasta yeah dishes it's like potato-y, palentary, pasta Yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's, I have it like, every now and then, don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's just not my, it wouldn't be my number one choice. That's all. Okay. So, okay. Asian, we're going with the Asian, what was it? Stir uh, fry? No, chicken. No, so, yeah, crispy sesame chicken yeah, with definitely. Asian sauce. We're getting in with that. And based on that, I actually wanted to talk about, so I pre-joined your entire Instagram back to the beginning of time and your Twitter, you know, research, yeah. podcast research. Yeah. You went to Jamaica. Yeah, just come back. Just come back. Yeah. How was that? And Amazing. what was that about? Amazing. I was like, I didn't see any food. Yeah. I was like... Oh, all we did was eat, to be fair. Like, we went... So, I went with work, and we sent, like, a team out to go and get loads of content, interviews and freestyles and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And we were there for a week. Um, but, yeah, we ate so much. Like, oh, my God. Like, all the chicken. I saw a picture of you posted at Treasure Beach, which is where my aunt lives. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I recognise that little strip of beach that's in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on that hammock. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man, the food there is just. What's the favorite? What's the best thing that you ate? Did you discover anything new there that you'd never? No, I I I eat a fair bit of Caribbean food anyway. Like I like Caribbean food because mm-hmm. it caters to everything I like. Yeah. There's meat, meat, there's rice, spice. there's spice, <laughs> and there's sauces of all sorts. So it caters to everything I like. Um, so I like it. So what I did have that was really good though was um, lobster tail. I did have mm. the last time I went as well. Wait, you were just there? Yeah, so you're in season. Because yeah. I went last May and it's out of season. Oh, really? I was we was lucky. You were lucky. And then the other thing that I was obsessed with, cause I don't think I've ever seen, well, I probably have seen it here, but I've just never ordered it. Festival. Like, all over festival. They're everywhere. I know, but I never, like, because I don't go to, like, the proper Caribbean places when I'm here. Like, when I'm with my mates, I'm not going to take them down to, like, some Caribbean shop. They'll be like, what's this? Why not? Because it just, it just won't, it won't happen. Like, so like, I'll go to like a, a rum kitchen or like yeah. a, do you know what I mean? Which is not like traditional. Rum kitchen might, I think rum kitchen have got festivals. I know Maybe. Rudy's in Dawson. Do they? Oh, actually, oh, do they? They've got bakes and they've got dumplings. I don't know if they'll have festivals. Yeah. But I think they've got one in Shoreditch now in, Bo- in the Box Park, Rudy's. Oh, really? But they've got festivals there. And um, there's another podcast I listen to about food called Lekka. Yeah. And she did an interview with, I can't remember his name now, but he wrote a book called Belly Full, which is okay. basically about 
Jamaican, well, mainly Jamaican, but loads of Caribbean restaurants, mm. basically in the UK, all over the UK. Yeah. But on his Twitter feed is a constant like where to go, and he oh, was I mentioning places in Brixton yeah. and Peck. I'll send you. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try and find it, and I'll mention it in the intro who the actual guy was. But I was literally like, where did all these places come from, and why have I not been to them? Yeah. What? No, but festivals, they're out there. Yeah. They're out there. Oh no, do you know what I did discover? Well, I didn't really discover it, but I had it for the first time. Was a patty, but. It was cocoa bread with a patty inside it. Like, I'm I so happy that you had this experience. I did like, not know that was a thing. I was in my element. Like I needed I'm, a sleep after, but I'm I was so happy that you've experienced this. This is honestly like life changing food for you and for me. And now I miss yeah. it. Like, I've had like, a lot of patties in my time, but I've never had it in, with inside cocoa, wrapped in cocoa bread. I've, I've got to find this picture on my Instagram right now. That was so good. It's actually the best thing ever. And it's like, whenever someone says it's... Because you don't get good cocoa bread here. That, yeah, that, kind of you, that you're not yeah. really going to find. Unless you go, like, south. Like, somewhere in Brixton or Peckham. Yeah. Someone's ground is still running a bakery that's banging out the good, good yeah, cocoa yeah. bread. But other than that, you're not going to find it. And even the patties, like... Yeah, the patties aren't the same here. When, I was, when I was there um, last, they had just released the Aki patty. Oh, okay. Which I was like at Juicy Pays, which is my yeah, yeah. Pay, place of choice. And I was at Shoes. Like, me and Blood, we must have had about six one day. Yeah. That's the but thing. But in though. the cocoa bread, oh, I'm so happy that you have You can't that. ever have one patty, though, can you? No. Unless it's like you, you've ordered a whole like main of everything and then you get the patty. You can't just you go. Sm- you, you can't just smart. go in and get. You can't go into like a Juicy Patties and go, can I have one patty? No. Because. You'd just be laughed out, really. Oh, I'm so happy you had the cocoa bread. And, then, yeah. and literally, my whole, like, not my whole, but I didn't have cocoa bread and patty to my recollection yeah. that young. And then once I was probably about, like, seven or eight and Miss Education of Lauren Hill was my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she got that lyric where she talks about a beef patty and some cocoa bread. Uh, and I used to sing yeah, that all yeah, the time. Yeah. And then I must have gone back again when I was, like, 11 or so. And I was like, I want this beef patty cocoa bread thing that Lauren Hill talks about. Like, <laughs> Lauren Hill talks about it. Lauren Hill talks about it. Like, I need it, I need it, I need it. And my mom was like, I've had this bad time. I was like, I need it now. And that's when I fell in love with it again. And she was like, you've had it before. I just didn't remember. And I was like, Lauren... You, babe. Yeah. You were smart for doing that. Do you know what, as well, though? I wanted to try it, but I, they didn't have any. It was the lobster patties. I they don't know just, about that. I yeah. Know about that. Like, I don't actually... Beef patty is, like, the signature, but I don't really eat... I don't eat beef. So I know a lot of people like the beef and cheese, mm. which, oh, again, don't know about that. Don't know about that. The ackee, even, is a bit controversial, but I like it. Saltfish works. Veg, why? It's got to be chicken, like... Chicken or lamb. Yeah, lamb. Lamb's my favourite. I I wasn't too keen on the beef one. Lobster? It would be like too puree. I don't know, but I wanted to try it. Yeah, got to try it, got to try it. I couldn't, it wasn't there. It wasn't, (laughs) just didn't have any. (laughs) Next trip though, now you've got to book, now you've got to go back. Yeah, yeah, just for that. (laughs) Just got to go back. Well, book, book, go to another island and then just take just two days. Yeah, it's true. Quick trip. Quick trip, lobster patty, come back. Fly straight into Montego Bay, stay right near the airport. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Get back, back out, out. Back out get back to Antigua or Barbados or wherever it is yeah. that you're going to be. But no, I'm so, I'm so glad you had a good foodie trip. Yeah. And good. a good work trip, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was all around good. Like, just, yeah, so much food, man. I come back and I was like, right, I'm not eating any more carbs. Like, all we've done is eat rice. And, yeah. Because they don't just give you, like, a bit of rice. No. They give you, like, I feel like they make a whole pot of rice and then give you the whole pot. Like, it's a ridiculous amount. Like... Jamaican diet is very, very carby, very starchy. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, the rice, the plantain, not the plantain, well, yeah, the plantain yeah. as well, but it's the fact that it's fried. Yeah. So the hard food, green banana, 
like yams, dumplings. Yeah. Everything is just like sitting in exactly. the bottom of your stomach. And by the time you've had all that rice, a couple festival, like some planting and the meat, like you can't you're, even finish you the can't rice. Even move. And it's like 30 yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. what, what have I done? I'm yeah, sweating yeah. from the inside and the outside. Like, yeah, why yeah, have I done yeah. this? But no, I'm glad you had a good time. Oh, yay. Can I have to do the episode again now? But if I'd known, I should have put Jamaica food on the menu, then I would have oh, really. That would have torn me, to be you. fair. Mm. That's probably my second like Favourite. food of choice, like Italian and then, then Caribbean. I'm not going to say just Jamaican, I'm going to say straight Caribbean. Yeah, I want to generalise, generalise. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do dessert. So, you've got two options. We're going back to print now. Yeah. Oh no, and I've closed What's, what's your favourite dish though? Like, start a main or dessert? What's your go to? What, in general or off this menu? Just in, no, just in general, like, general, like... See, Italian food is my favourite. Yeah. It is my favourite. It is my absolute favourite. I cannot, like, I cannot function without pasta. Mm. And I, got, I remember getting really offended when people would say stuff like, when you go to uni and you live off pasta, and I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? That's my day-to-day yeah. life anyway. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you mean, like, dried pasta with cheese? Okay, yeah, I, I don't want to live like that Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, what is my... Why have you said So, like, when you way? open a menu, like, what do you go to look Calamari. at first? Do you look at the starters first, the main first, or the dessert? I never look at dessert. Oh, I'll go straight to dessert. See, I never look at dessert because... I'm gonna, it's, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I but I need wanna, to know what I'm saving room for. But I don't, that's the thing, is I'm going to, I'm gonna eat it anyway. <laughs> it's not a situation of like, like my mum would do that, be like, oh, start a dessert, start a dessert. And I'm like, right now there is no dessert. Right now I'm focusing on this, <laughs> then there will be dessert. Cause yeah, afterwards it's true. like dessert or dessert, like dessert. Yeah. But no, calamari is like my go-to, I think starter always. No yeah. matter what kind of food. Turkish as well. We go to a Turkish round, yeah. like local Turkish, calamari, bangs, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, 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 love calamari. Main course. It really just depends on the cuisine. Like, Italian-wise, I always go... I probably always go pasta over pizza. Yeah. But at the same time, that's because I'm fussy about my pizza. Mm. Like... Um, this is the issue I had when I was in New York, and I wrote a blog post about this, about TripAdvisor and how best pizza yeah. is so subjective yeah. when you're in a country like America yeah, yeah, yeah. where you've got Italian, Italian thin crust, deep pan, Chicago deep pan, yeah. like whatever. Half of those aren't even pizza. And like, they're, not as far pizza. As they're not pizza. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? And then literally the purpose of the Naples trip was to experience Neapolitan pizza like that's pizza properly yeah. that is pizza like sloppy folded <sighs> down your front apart from the one time when I accidentally ordered a white pizza which I'm not really yeah. down with but no. apart from that that is the kind of pizza that I'm after and if I get to a restaurant and I'm like pizza I will look around and see what the pizza situation is yeah. like here yeah. what kind of oven you've got and then we yeah, can if I don't see a big ass pizza oven if I don't see a wood oven pizza's no, not, not sure. happening but yeah you know, I think I'll go my favourite pasta is um I'm a Trizziana. Bacon, onions, chilli, tomato, bang, simple. Mm. Love it. Dessert-wise, I'm not big on chocolate. Okay. Love lemon, anything lemon, fruit stuff, cake, yeah, pastry. Cake. Yeah. Yeah, sticky toffee pudding. Oh my God, that is like my favourite. But see, yeah. that's, see, that's different. With cream or ice cream though? Ice cream. Yeah, okay. But the thing is, when I think dessert, now you've said that, I don't think dessert and think that because... If I was in a restaurant, I probably wouldn't order sticky toffee pudding because to me that's like home comfort dessert. Like apple crumble, it's like to me it's oh. a home thing. Not that it wouldn't be on a restaurant menu, 
but I just in my head restaurant menu I'm seeing like tarts yeah. and like slices and like yeah. meringues and yeah okay that's like, what you mean stuff. like posh dessert yeah like stuff yeah. and I'm like if I want apple crumble I'm putting it in the oven and I'm making it myself like unpopular opinion don't like apple crumble or apple pie or custard at that oh I don't like custard yeah. I don't like custard but apple pie and apple crumble yeah. you're going to have an issue with episode 2's guest which was because <laughs> that was the name of his episode yeah I'm not mm, so I can't do it so why? I just don't like it there's certain do you know what there's certain foods that have a certain like consistency that I just don't like so like w- like warm gooey like apple I'm, crumble apple pie I'm not like hence the custard thing I don't like the warm gooeyness like I don't like I mean, they're not warm necessarily, but like courgettes, aubergine, because it's all like gooey and like. See, I don't like. Like mushrooms, like. Oh my god, I don't like that, any of those things. That kind of consistency and is not for me. for the same reason, but that's not the same consistency as apple pie. No, 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 but it's like they've got a certain. It's not the same consistency, but, but there's like a gooey, like. Do you know see, what I mean? In there's my, like a, I in my courgette, aubergine, mushroom thing mm. is also salmon. No, I don't mind salmon. See, I can't cook. I, I can't eat raw things mm. anyway, but salmon, I just find it like. Yeah. Bleh, mousse. Cannot be dealing with mousse in my yeah. mouth. Like, what is mousse? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do you know what I couldn't like, eat as a kid? is yoghurt with, like, bits in it. You know, you get, like, bits of fruit in the yoghurt. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that. I wasn't down with that. No, but you know what I don't do with yoghurt? I can't lick the lid. Uh, I can't, nah, like, I when people open the yoghurt and they lick the lid. I don't know if I just use the spoon. My mum, you know the mullet advert where it's like, lick the lid of life. Yeah, yeah. And every time she sees me going to put my lid in the bin, she's like, you're not going to lick the lid of life? <laughs> no, I am not going to lick this lid of life. Okay. Not a chance. But no, oh my gosh, apple crumble, being gooey. I don't like custard, not because of, I don't like the, I don't really like the taste. I don't mind it when it's like pastry, like custardy type Mm. of thing, but I consider custard killer. It kills dessert. Yeah. When I've made something. It's like just horrible. I'm offended when I see someone put custard on my cake. Yeah. If I give you cake, if I've made you cake, yeah. If I've made cake for myself and you're like, oh, have you got custard? No, I do not. <laughs> no, no. You're you, you going to learn you're gonna today. Taste, you're going to taste my cake you're gonna first. You're going to taste my cake first. Like, and it's all, people that love custard always go overboard. Yeah. Like, like school dinner. Like, I'm just like, what have you done? Mm. What have you done? Yeah. No. That's not the one. Don't worry. There's no apple crumble in these okay, dessert good, choices. Good, good, but there is. Your non-Italian choice okay. is... A spiced carrot and pistachio cake. Oh, okay. This is the non-Italian This is the option. non-Italian okay. option. That's interesting. Why is that interesting? I quite like carrot cake. Oh, okay. Mm. And the Italian option is a oh. tiramisu. Come on. That's no, that's no option. Like the poor little spiced carrot and pistachio cake. No, that's like David and Goliath for desserts. It's tiramisu all day. All day. You see... Although it has to be homemade from Uncle's Deli. Which is one thing you have to try for that tiramisu. Okay. You have to go in there and buy a tiramisu. Okay. You won't taste a better tiramisu. I'll do that. Well, this is from Olive Magazine. This is actually a Bailey's tiramisu, this particular one, but I'm not offering, I'm just offering you tiramisu. Yeah. You can pretend it's yeah, the most. I can make it myself, whatever, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you picked that. Because I, I think I put that on a menu before and it was like a. It was, a, it was actually the, the, the decider was the fact that it was coffee. Yeah. People so are put yeah. off by the coffeeness, yeah, not no. the actual what the cream and biscuit finger like they're not yeah, offended yeah, by yeah, the, yeah. the structure of tiramisu they're offended by coffee yeah, but as Italian you can't be offended yeah. by coffee no no of course not no, no. and I, I used to make the tiramisu in the back of my uncle's deli so I can make a good tiramisu as well uh, 
So it has to be. Sorry, little carrot cake, but. <laughs> Sorry, little I'm spiced sh- carrot cake. I'm sure cake you're full of flavour and with spice. Cream cheese, fr- cream cheese, lemon frosting, and carrot cake. However, you violet. do not have that creamy coffee-ness to you. Sponge fingerness. Sponge oh, fingerness. Okay, I'm probably going to. What time does Galanera shut? Will I get there today? Six. Oh, I won't. I'll get there tomorrow, though. Close tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, don't, don't do something. Gotta have a day off. My appetite is so it's, it's Italian, man. Italians didn't open on Sundays. Okay, yeah. Come on. Which I learned day, when I goes to church. Which <laughs> I learned when I arrived in Naples on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, right, let's get cracking. And I was like, where yeah. is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> where is everyone? I wrote that in my blog post actually. If you're visiting Italy, listeners, readers, whatever, try not to get there. Try not to do the thing where you know you'd land early, yeah. but you get the full day. Don't do it. On Don't a do that in Italy. On unless a you're unless you want to like just walk around on yeah. Sunday and do the culture. Go to the beach or something. Yeah. If you if you're don't that expect way, to like turn up and go into the restaurants no. and the coffee shops. No. And my favourite pizzeria, well, not favourite, the one that I wanted, the one that Julia Roberts visited in Eat, Pray, Love, <laughs> was closed. Ah, uh, see. And I was like... Yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, a week. So we okay. left again the following Sunday, but we did the same thing. We booked the evening flight so that we got the, the whole, whole day. day. <laughs> we left about four. We left about four. But um, again, we were like, right, well, to the Palazzo Real again? Or yeah. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do today? No, it was very really nice, but... Okay, Bailey's tiramisu. Yeah, definitely. I think we talked enough about dessert. I don't know. Like my actual my actual topic for the dessert was going to be about eating alone, which I've spoken to someone else about okay. before, and I th- I just felt like having been to Italy and the structure of it and how social mm. eating is for for everyone, but for Italians that. Do you, like, do you eat alone? Is it traditional or is it like, is, is a big family meal very like traditional in your life? Like, um, you about, like... It depends what you mean. Like if, if like to go out and eat, yeah. never alone, ever. Like I couldn't do that. Like yeah. I'd go, if I'm going to go and eat alone, the only place I'll go is like the calf to get breakfast <laughs> or there's a little Turkish place near my flat that I'll go to and just, mm-hmm. if I can't be bothered to get a takeaway, I'll just sit in there and eat it. Other than that, I won't be going down to like any restaurant by myself. Um, unless it's to get a takeaway. Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like I like to go out to eat, but I like to go with a friend or, like, a group of friends. Social. Yeah, social. Or, like, yeah, like, family meals are, like, a real, like, it's a real family event. Do you know what I mean? Like, Proper. Even Sundays, like, when we were younger, it'd be like, we'll either go to have lunch at my mum and dad's or we go to my auntie and uncle's for lunch or... Do you know what I mean? There's always, like, a family element Proper. to it. yeah, yeah. So, like... I love that. Yeah. That's how I feel... And I just feel like if you're going to go to a restaurant and sit there and eat, like you want to be able to enjoy that with someone else. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do go to eat by themselves, but it's just not, like, it's, I don't know, it's not for me really. I'd always, I'd, I'd go like out to eat by myself for lunch, but I do find it at dinner time. Yeah. A little Even bit. Even for lunch, I won't go and like sit in somewhere by myself. Like oh, I'll I get it. a takeaway or. Oh, I love it. I eat my, to be fair, I eat my, um, in my lunch at my desk a lot as well, so I'll go out, get a takeaway from like Leon or something, and then go oh, to okay. my desk and eat at my desk. I can or see I'll you're dying s- to eat that cupcake right now. Yeah, I'm, do you know what? I'm just, Keeps like touching it. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> just reminding myself it's there. Um, <laughs> or I'll eat my lunch and I'll go back into the office, but not sit at my desk and yeah, sit yeah, like yeah. at a table somewhere. Okay, 
Okay, well, that is the end of the actual structure of this podcast. There's yeah. a few things now that I'm we gonna, can tie up. I'm just going to dive into the You can dive in because I'll, I'll just. Now that we've hit dessert section. Yeah, I'll look, for, I'll look to you for nods. So, one of the new things <laughs> that we're trialing on the podcast at the moment is the after dinner tea. Oh. Where we have the opportunity to throw shade at something, someone, a concept, uh, anything, your industry, mine, anything you like. Anything you like. So I'll, I and I found something to throw shade at, which was quite relevant, which I know you're 100% going to agree and throw shade at okay. with, or be happy about, should I say. And that I'm is really that... Great cupcake. Great cupcake. Uh Jamie Oliver. Jamie's mm. Italian. He's having difficulties keeping his Jamie's Italian chain afloat and he's had to close 12 of his 37 restaurants has he oh, yeah okay, that's interesting 71.5 million in debt just really? the jamie's italian brand like obviously not jamie oliver with hands yeah yeah, yeah. Many pots, just but the jamie's, Italian, jamie's italian brand yeah closing down 20 12 of his 37 branches across the uk 71.5 million pound in wow. debt and they're blaming it somehow they've managed to release some kind of statement that blames us on Brexit which I absolutely love okay. because of all the things to blame on Brexit that is yeah. one of the most brilliant things to happen because I mean Jamie's Italian is rubbish I've never been don't I've never been because <laughs> so I've got a rule right so this is a good, very good tip for anyone in general go on I've got a rule when it comes to Italian restaurants right anything that doesn't have an Italian sounding name that authentic Italian sounding name don't go there. So Jamie's Italian, classic case. <laughs> Jamie's Italian. Pizza Express, another good. Uh huh. You're not gonna get good Italian food. No. Like you can go and like have a decent meal. You're not gonna get good like Ciao Italia or whatever. Like mm, pushing it a little bit, a little bit cheesy Italian. Mm. If it's called like Spaghetti House. Spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> if it's called like Zia Maria or something like. That's a very Italian name. Yeah. Go there. Chances are it's going to be good. Like, that's my, that's my general rule. Ah. Like, even, like, if I go to a pizza place. Yeah. If it doesn't have, like, a, a proper, like, Italian... Like, some, some places will catch you by surprise, of course. It's not, like... A, go to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's one up in Hackney called Natura. Very good pizza. Very good. It's, like, Hackney Wick. Very good pizza. Then... There's just, that's like, if it doesn't have an Italian name, yeah. like, don't give it. But that's my thing about Chinese food and Indian food. I yeah. just find that their cuisines are so unique to their countries. Yeah. And they're such, like, home-cooked cuisines. Yeah. Like, what we actually like about Indian food is the food that actually comes from their homes and their kitchens, not the processed mm. stuff. So my thing is when I see Chinese people in a Chinese restaurant, I am there for it. I oh yeah, that's another like, good one. Like, but, that's but the then thing you can't really tell with an Italian. Yeah. Like, if I see them talking with their hands, <laughs> then maybe it's a go-to sign that something's going really well or really badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is the option? But 100% yeah, names. I never really thought of that. Which is actually a really good brand tip because, like, surely if you open an Italian restaurant, you would want it to feel and sound mm. Italian. Like, yeah. I think my favorite, not not my favorite, but my nearest go to is the have you been to that pasta Romoli in Stratford no so that's his surname um, but he's there sometimes I've seen him go. Yeah. he's been there a couple of years and when that, when it first opened he would work that kitchen but they've got another one in St Newton I think and I love it because it's a bit Vapiano-esque in terms of fresh pasta but they just do pasta yeah amazing sauces shouting at each other in Italian I'm just here for it. I'm like, yeah. this is what see, I'm here for. See, for me, that's borderline like cheesy name because it's pasta something. Yeah. So it's a borderline cheesy name. So I probably would have seen that and avoided it. Mm. 
But I've got to say, Vapiano, the brand, they've nailed it because the name, very Italian name, it's not like... But they're not Italian. There's a, if you go in the one in, in, in uh, Great Portland Street... That's my favourite one. They're all Italian. They're all the Italian, but, but uh, the brand is Dutch, no? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I think the brand is Dutch. But yeah, the, the food's very Italian, so... Yeah. Yeah, oh, and also that's another thing. If there's not a, if there's not Italians in the kitchen, yeah, it's like I went to Rum Kitchen. Or I think it was Rum Kitchen. I went somewhere and there was just white, sure. white people in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not gonna get good Caribbean food if there's no. white. Like you want authentic people. You, yeah, you know you don't want to go to an Indian and have like someone. That's who's the best not, thing you know about I mean? seeing the kitchens though. Mm. And that, I think that with any restaurant that claims to be like independent or homemade or whatever like, I kind of want to see it like at least at least like through a hatch yeah. like what you're doing in that kitchen and where it's going because I found that in Italy as well some of those little restaurants were like I can see that old lady I'm not really supposed to be able to but I can see her out there making yeah, pasta yeah, yeah. into a bucket yeah like yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like I suppose there it's not a I mean, I don't know if they realise that it's a big deal to come from somewhere here where all the kitchens are behind the walls mm. and we're all looking in the kitchen like, wow, there's actually a lady in there making pasta with her hands. Yeah. Like, amazing. On that note, have you ever been to Polici's on Bethnal Green Road? No. I'm going to, when I listen to this back, I'm writing down everything you said. Like, it, like go because, I mean, it's not like typical, it's like a, it's a greasy spoon calf, but they've been there for years and they're run by Italians. But you go in and it's that kind of vibe where there's is like... Is that the one that the Cray twins... Yeah, so there's like yeah, a little hatch okay. and you can see the nonna in the back. Yeah. Like, well, actually, it's their mum out the back making like the food in the thing. But it's just like calf food, basically. You go in and you get like a fry. It's got like 10 tables. Yeah. Yeah, really small. Amazing. Like, but it's just, you go there for like the atmosphere. Yeah, So yeah. it's kind of like a real Italian atmosphere in terms of the way they greet you and the way they carry on. Like I might try and get in there in the week one day yeah. this week. Yeah, it's better to go in the week because it's it's not as busy. I might have to do a blog post that accompanies this of all the things I'm going to eat because of you <laughs> and just be like yeah. and then I went here and then I went there and now I'm 12 I'm like I'm 12 stone heavier than I yeah. was at the beginning of this episode do it well got two more things to add okay, one right. of which is a cocktail of the week which I've picked carried on with the theme limoncello prosecco and blueberry Ooh. gin cocktail with thyme just I love limoncello Love it in anything, love it on anything. I've started putting it in a cake, which I've not nice. yet released, but yeah. it's like a drizzle, lemon drizzle cake. Yeah, yeah. But when I was out there, we had those um, limone, I don't know, what, I can't remember the rest of it. It's like a bomb thing. Yeah, they call them bombas. Yeah. Oh, and mate. you like put your spoon in and it deflates. Oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, they're the things with ice cream in. Yeah, and they've got yeah. like a sponge base. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like a baked Alaska, yeah. but lemon, limoncello cream. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, love that. Um, my Instagram Eats of the Week uh, is an account called Food Deco. Um, basically, the woman that runs it just makes like art out of food. She's done oh, one sick. of those weird like avocado turned it into a flower, like sculpted a flower oh. avocado. Just cool stuff. Sick, bro. Um, thanks for being here. That's all right. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the cake. You're very welcome. You've taken off one for the road. I think I will. If you're fattening me up, I'm fattening you up. Like, this, <laughs> like, this works both ways. I, I'm Italian. I'll eat. I'll eat for days. So Italian it's good... metabolism as well, probably. Grow, grow up on pasta, and then you just don't have. To you worry just about don't have any problems. Yeah, this is great. Damn you! Damn you! Hello me time, 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 hello me time
getting next to the side of the looking fine.